keeping in mind the purposefulness of an examination of conscience helps it to not be a merely negative thing. I mean, just like we should always think of the sacrament of confession as this place of victory. It's not the place we go to feel bad. It's the place we go uh, to receive God's mercy. Welcome back to Deep in Christ. I'm your host, John Mark Grodi, here at the Coming Home Network International. And as always, we're talking about this, our daily task of growing in imitation of and relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. It's great to be back with you again uh, here on this program and here at the Coming Home Network International. Uh, as a reminder, our apostolate is here to share the truth and beauty in, uh, of the Catholic Church. And if you are on a journey to the Catholic Church, if you're thinking about becoming Catholic, We'd love to walk that journey with you. We'd love to be praying for you. We'd love to be helping you in any way we can. That's why we're here, especially if you're a pastor. Uh, we know like my, people like my father, uh, Presbyterian pastors and pastors from other Christian denominations. If you're thinking about becoming Catholic, that's a difficult journey. That involves a lot of big transitions, and we're here as a network of support for you. So check out chnetwork.org for more information about that. Uh, but as for today's program, we're talking about the examination of conscience in the journey uh, of our Christian life. I talked recently here at the Coming Home Network on actually one of our Fellowship Friday events in the online community at the Coming Home Network. Uh, we were talking about confession and about mortal and venial sins and discernment and the examination of conscience. And a couple of episodes ago, I also talked about the concept of memoria, memoriam, uh, as a perfection of the virtue of prudence involving looking back and interpreting rightly what has happened in your life. And be intentional with how you, when you, with how you look at that, evaluate it, and and bring forth fruit in terms of walking with Christ better tomorrow. I want to dig actually into that topic a little bit more, again drawing from those two discussions uh, on this topic of the examination of conscience. Now, if you're coming from a non-Catholic tradition, or even if you're if you're Catholic, um, that may not be a familiar term for you. Um, many people don't know it, don't practice it, but it's been a long tradition in the Catholic Church and the the spiritual writings of of the church to encourage the practice of the examination of conscience. Um, and there's a couple different contexts. I mean, it's talked about specifically with relation to the sacrament of confession. And so when someone prepares to go to the sacrament of confession to confess their sins, they do a, an examination of conscience in preparation for that. And that's, again, to, to examine your life, to examine the, the period of time since your last confession to see, you know, what has occurred? What do I need to bring to God for mercy and for healing? Um, but more regularly, even outside of the preparation for confession per se, perhaps the the preparation for confessing grave sins in the sacrament of confession, really all Christians should be making a regular examination of conscience part of their, their daily life or perhaps their weekly life. Um, I think daily, it's hard to get away with not doing at least some amount of reflection daily because a lot happens in our day as busy parents, husbands and fathers and wives and and all the roles that we play in our lives. A lot happens on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and part of the reason this has to be part of our Christian life is because we remember that we're we're people on a journey, right? We're not people who have arrived. We're people who are on a journey. And all the Christian life always has to be thought of and kept in the context of a journey. 
right? We're not thinking in terms of being done this side of heaven. We're thinking in terms of what's the next step? What's God calling me onto this day and tomorrow and the next day? And we have to live it one day at a time. Uh, but part of that is looking at what has happened. And as I talked about again in that, that recent episode, uh, examining it rightly to, to make sure it bears fruit. The first thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that an examination of conscience, you know, perhaps this is something you do before bed at night when you're doing your nightly prayers. You take some time, maybe you pull out your journal, have a cup of tea, and you think through the day. Um, and again, some people may be more or less familiar with this sort of practice. One thing to keep in mind, and this is certainly the case in my life, is, is that there can be a temptation in an examination of conscience um, to merely focus on the on the endpoint sins, those aspects of our day, you know, that really bummed us out, that really are kind of even following us into, into this examine that we feel guilty for, that we, that we're troubled by. And this can actually, you know, prevent us from, maybe the hindrance for us making this a spiritual practice because we, we don't want to just mull over the bad that's happened. We wanted to put it in the past and go onward. And so there's actually, you know, there's, there's a truth there because yeah, we don't want it to merely be, um, you know, a, a session to, you know, ruminate on, on past bad feelings. Um, we do know, we do need to recognize our sins and bring them to God and repent of them. But I think keeping in mind the purposefulness of an examination of conscience helps it to not be a merely negative thing. I mean, just like we should always think of the sacrament of confession as this place of victory. It's not the place we go to feel bad. It's the place we go uh, to receive God's mercy. And so too all the sacraments. And so when we go to the an examination of conscience, you know, if, if we're doing it daily in the evening or, or whenever it's occurring, certainly we're looking back and we're recognizing the ways that we've fallen short. As it says in the Confidia or the I Confess prayer that Catholics say in Mass, um, what are those thoughts, words, what I have done, what I have failed to do? What are those ways that we've fallen short that we bring to Christ? We want to go a step beyond that and not just notice those things, not just feel bad for them, and not even merely repent of them. It feels weird to say merely there, but the point is there's a step even beyond that. Certainly we want to repent of them. We want to apologize to our Lord. We want to receive his grace there. But then we want to go the extra step of kind of doing some, uh, doing a debrief on what's occurred. When we look at a sin, okay, if we struggle with anger, if we struggle with lust, if we struggle with overeating or whatever it might be in your life, we want to look at those things and we want to follow them backwards in time. And we want to see what leads up to them. Because part of this journey, again, this examination of conscience or our relationship with the sacrament of confession, our, our Christian life over time, it is a journey, is a journey of transformation to be more like Christ. And so, the journey has to involve a greater self-knowledge over time of, of why, why we act the way we do. Why do I struggle with these things that I struggle with? And so many times, right, all the time, our sins are not merely simple issues. We didn't out of nowhere just decide to reject God. There's a whole host of, of wounds and of triggers and of habits that play into what we end up doing in our life. And so when we look back to those, we repent of, of things. We, again, we want to we look at the greater picture of those, of those bad habits so we understand them better, understand how to prevent them in the future. An examination of conscience should give us fodder for going into the next day or the next week more prepared 
to stay present to Christ in the moment, to be ready for those moments of temptation. When Catholics go to the sacrament of confession, we pray what's called an act of contrition. And part of that is this resolution to sin no more, but also to avoid the near occasions of sin. And that's a really important point here. I don't just resolve to not do the thing. I also resolve to get to know better and better the things that lead up to the sin. Right? If, I, if I find that if I sleep badly and I eat badly and I don't journal and I don't pray, it uh, ends up that I, I am angry at, at people around me and I'm yelling at everyone. Well, <laughs> certainly I resolve to not yell anymore. But I also resolve to begin to take care of those things that lead up to it. Maybe to stay out of those situations that I shouldn't be in that lead me to sin. You know, If I'm wasting time on the internet leads me to, to view impure images, Maybe I don't waste time on the internet, right? So we get to know ourselves better and better as we, as well as our habits and our patterns. And that always has to, I think, be part of an effective examination of conscience. We're not just going there to feel bad. We're going there to learn. We're going there to learn about ourselves so that we can come out of it with a plan, with a strategy for following Christ uh, more closely in the future. It's helpful to think, I think, also about uh, the reality, again, of this journey, it's not just a matter merely of our of our choices. It's also recognizing that our transformation in Christ over time means we want to think like Christ and act like Christ, but even that over time, our hearts are transformed like Christ. You know, oftentimes in the midst of our sin, around around the the actions that we might bring to God and and beg mercy, Right, there's, we recognize in our hearts a lot of brokenness, right? Um, before we even get to the point of, of consciously choosing something and perhaps even accidentally choosing something, a lot of our sins are inadvertent, are, are sort of just reactions. Again, we recognize that we have a lot of crap in our hearts, a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of sadness, a lot of ways that our hearts don't react to reality the way they ought to. They don't react the way Jesus would. And so, you know, an element of confession, an element of the act of contrition is to, is to bring to mind the reality of, yes, our sinfulness, and, you know, this, this act of humility coming before God, but also remembering his mercy, remembering the heart of Christ, remembering his heart for sinners so that we can increase our gratitude. We can practice not just in our will, but also in our emotions, gratitude and true contrition for our sins. When we think about the content, you know, when we're making an examination of conscience and we're thinking about our day, um, you know, there's different ways to go about uh, that examination. I mean, one way uh, is, again, just sort of an open-ended way, thinking about the day and letting, letting our, our emotions even help us to guide us to what we should focus on. Um, but we can also think in terms of the virtues. We can think in terms of the, of the Ten Commandments. We can, we can work through these lists to try to examine our lives. I think the most helpful way, uh, thinking in terms of, of the virtues that I often talk about here, uh, is to think about uh, justice and the different roles that we play in our lives. You know, so we start with our relationship with God, and we think about you know our prayer and our worship, you know, and our our time and our presence. The different ways that we f- that we fail or succeed in relating to God as we as we believe we ought to. And of course, that you know, what's wrapped into there is the question of whether we are 
praying, whether prayer is a priority in our lives, whether we're following the precepts of the church, whether we're attending mass, doing things like that. But then we work down that list too, I think in terms of my spouse, like in what ways this day or this week have I uh, failed or succeeded in responding rightly to my wife, to that relationship, and so too with the other relationships uh, in our lives. I think it's also important with the examination of conscience um, to not just focus on the sins. It's also, we, we again, because part of this is this transformation of heart. We want to think more like Christ. So we, when we examine what's happened, we want to think of those of those moments that we regret, of those of those sins, what's occurred. But also we want to we want to put those in the context of what else happened this day. You know, we want to we want to notice God's work almost more than certainly than our own. We want to look back at a day and we want to look at our sins, but also look at what was God doing that day. Because that's also part of this of this question of what is sin in our lives. What was God doing? How was he present to me? How was he making his grace known to me? How was he presenting me with opportunities? And what were the moments that I, I said yes to those opportunities? What were those moments when I actually was attentive to God, when I was practicing his presence, when I was responding to his grace, when I was responding to his love and sharing his love with others? And then what were those moments that I failed to do that? And then, and then once again, that postmortem there, in those moments that I failed to do that, why did that happen? You know, was I frustrated? Was I, did I let myself get distracted? Did I put myself in an occasion of, of obvious temptation? That's, we work outward from, from that examination of what's occurred, but including and perhaps even starting with that element of where was God today? Where were those moments that he was, he was blessing me, that I was aware of it and I was accepting it and I was receiving it from God? And then when did I get distracted? When did I get sidetracked and why? There's a lot to be to be gleaned in that process, a lot to, to get to know about ourselves and about our the roles that we play. Um, I guess one final word too would just, again, recognizing that this is all a journey and that we're thinking in terms of habits as well, right? Um, when we look at our day, when we examine our conscience, often what we're seeing is we're seeing patterns and habits that have built up many of them negative, and that's where we're trying to, to get in there and, and interrupt that, that bad pattern. But so too, recognize also that even in the examination of conscience itself, we're not just addressing past bad patterns, but we're building new virtues as we go through that. And when we, when we I mean, the examination of conscience should be a moment of prayer. So we're practicing, we're practicing the habit of prayer. We're practicing the habit of going before the Lord and inviting the Holy Spirit. We're practicing the habit of even when we look at our past, even when we look at a, a bad day that's occurred, um, we're practicing trying to see it as God sees it. Because the temptation there obviously is to lean on our own understanding, lean on our own efforts, and just feel bad. But that's only half the story. And so the devil would like us to stay there just with our negativity. But the whole story is, yes, looking at the day, looking at the ways we've fallen short, but seeing God's presence, seeing his blessing, seeing the ways that even after our sin, he wants to bring good out of it by our reflection, by our resolution, by our uh, intentionality. And so yeah, it's always about building uh, right habits oriented towards God. And so we do that when we make the examination of conscience as well. So 
there's just some thoughts there about that 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 practice. I'd love to know what what your experience has been of a a cycle of examination and reflection in your life. Uh, if that's been a practice in your life, um, uh, again, w- whether as a as a non-Catholic or uh, as a Catholic, um, and as we you know enter this Lent, this time of Lent in the Church, um, this kinds of of practice becomes uh, more more poignant for this time period where we're invited by the church to examine our lives, to do penance, um, and to you know work to draw close to Christ at each Easter. So again, this has been Deep in Christ. I'm your host, John Mark Grodi, here at the Coming Home Network International. If you have questions about the Catholic Church or you're thinking about becoming Catholic, we'd love to journey with you. We have resources, we have a newsletter, we have an online community, we have retreats, and lots of other things to help you out. So check it out at chnetwork.org. I'll be back next week here on Deep in Christ. God bless.